Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Out Live, we'll be talking to Bob, Dr. McLevitis. We'll also hear from Kirk McElhern. And Bob and Kirk will talk about the Apple and FBI bullet dodging. Is that what it's about? Also about whether Facebook's Boost Post campaign may be a scam. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. We have the one, we have sometimes the only because there can be no substitutes. Bob, Dr. Mac Levitis joining us with a lot of things to talk about. But the first thing is, let's rag on Skype, because it's always so popular. It's always so flaky. It's always so weird. It's always so weird. You get weird disconnects. Sometimes you call somebody, and they do not see the yeah, calling just, window. That just happened. You called. I th- it looks like you called four times. I had windows covering Skype, and nothing happened. It didn't alert me. It didn't make any noises. Well, you might have the noises disconnected, but usually the icon would start jumping. Bouncing, yes. It should be bouncing in the dock. Dancing. Dancing and leaping. Hey, isn't Skype owned by Microsoft now? Yes, it is. Well, that explains it. You'll want to go read my editorial uh, last week for the Mac Observer about tech support and Microsoft. It starts off with a really good joke. You know what? Why don't you but, tell me about tech support and Microsoft? Let's start with Well, that. the joke was on me. I said, I'm reviewing uh, Office 365. And so part of it is this OneDrive feature, which is kind of like Microsoft's iCloud, right? And you get a free terabyte of storage or 15 gigs, or I don't know, you get some free storage. So I thought, okay, I'll use that. And I started to put stuff from my Dropbox folder on OneDrive, thinking, "Ah, it'll be like a backup of stuff in the cloud, a second place for all this stuff to hang out. And then I started getting error messages. I look in the little uh, icon in the menu bar, and it says 3,000 some odd errors. And then it says... uh, details or something. So I I choose that and it crashes and it leaves a big white bar across my screen and it won't quit. So I have to force quit. And I finally give up. I can't fix it. I've trashed preferences. I've done safe boot, redownloaded the app, everything I could think of and nothing fixed it. So I filed a report with tech support and they uh, got back to me in a couple days and said they were escalating it. And then a month later, I asked them how the escalation was going. And they said, oh, it must have fallen between the cracks, but uh, we'll get on it now. And a few days later, they gave me the answer, which was OneDrive doesn't support file names with weird characters in them. So if you start a name of a file with a space, something I do often, it'll choke OneDrive. Also, uh, slashes, colons, and uh, pipe characters and there's a couple other ones it's ridiculous i mean those are legitimate characters for mac file names and it's impossible that the developers at microsoft don't know that and there's no trapping for the error it's like it took them a month to figure out that that's what was wrong there's no message that says you can't use these illegal characters in your file names it took me a month to find that out so i started off my editorial with an old joke it goes like this There's a plane out over the Pacific, and it's lost, and the pilot's radioing for help. Help, help, we're lost. A voice comes on the radio. He says, help, help, where are we? We're lost. He said, you are in an airplane over the Pacific Ocean. So the pilot turns right and lands in Redmond, Washington. 
And the co-pilot says, how did you do that? He said, well, he said, the answer that the guy gave me was 100% correct and 100% useless. So it could only have come from Microsoft tech support. Bada boom. Oh, boy. All right. I'm not going to go any further into that. I'll tell you one problem I have with Skype. It's very simple. I have Skype set that if I don't answer the phone or don't answer the Skype connection, it will ring one of my phone lines after a certain period of time, I think 15, 20 seconds. Okay. The problem is when it does that, it doesn't put up a caller ID. So therefore, I have my phone line set to block unknown calls, which a lot of people do. You don't want to get telemarketing and everything. I contacted Skype on Twitter and I said, this is what's happening. It's not supposed to do that. It's supposed to put up some kind of caller ID. To this very day, they haven't figured out a solution. Mm. I think it's possible that they can't do that because I use a service called Grasshopper to manage my landline. You know, I don't really have a landline, but they manage the number and do the voicemail and transferring and stuff. And when they transfer call to me, it doesn't pick up the caller ID of the person. Uh, they have a feature where the, the person can announce themselves. And if they had caller ID, I think I would get it. But if they don't, it doesn't say the number or anything else. It just says uh, unknown. So it might not be technically possible. I don't know. But I think they should make it technically possible because it makes it a lot easier for people to forward the calls. They don't have to be inconvenienced. But that's just me. They've got a lot of smart engineers up there. I mean, you'd think they could solve something like that. And certainly that would be a very good feature for Grasshopper, too. Well, so what else is new? I guess Apple had a big event last week or Monday, this week, Monday, didn't they? They announced a new oh, an event. Apple had an event. It was an Apple event. An Apple event. My heavens. They haven't stopped talking about it. Not really. It wasn't, I guess, the most momentous event, but there was an event. Were you there? No. It was in that little teeny theater. Jason Snell went. But he lives there, you know. It's a pain for us who don't live in town. I wasn't even invited, quite frankly. I, I could have wrangled an invitation maybe had I wanted to fly out for it, but I don't know. You've been to one keynote like that, you've been to them all. <laughs> and this one was short, mercifully short. It was under an hour. I can't remember ever walking out of uh, one of those in an hour. And this one had a lot of padding. The first part, they go into the recycling initiatives and all this stuff, and they fill 10, 15 minutes of that before you got into the product announcements, every part of which had already been anticipated in advance. Yeah. There were no big surprises. And uh, really, the two major announcements weren't, you know, they're evolutionary. It's just like expanding the product line a little. And, and for a lot of people, it's a who cares. I mean, almost everyone I've talked to says, why would I want to go back to a smaller screen size? But I do know people who held on to their fives and five S's because they like the form factor. And I think it's smart for Apple to, you know, not, not uh, seed that portion of the market to the cheap uh, Android phone makers. So, yeah, it makes sense for them to have a smaller screen in the lineup. But it was one of those things where if it weren't Apple, they could have just slipstreamed it into the lineup and, you know, made an announcement. And that would have been that. I don't think they needed to uh, 
have an event and you know wait for 300 people to fly out to cover it it was kind of i don't know seems like they should save that for when there's something really exciting to announce as opposed to just you know the evolutionary next products in the product lines you know when they have a car they should have the event at uh the new baseball stadium in san francisco you know there'll be a lot of people want to come see that okay anyway Let's continue with that. As far as the product is concerned, I think the iPhone SE has some level of importance because Apple did announce they sold 30 million four-inch handsets in 2015. And none of the current models are four-inch. These are legacy models. So don't you think there was a good profit opportunity there? I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. And, and, you know, I've talked to people who, when they hold my phone, if I hand it to them to look at something, they say, oh, this is so big. How can you, you know, how can you use this? Well, I, I, I'm suffering, but, you know, <laughs> I happen to like the big screen. If I could make my iPad mini do phone calls, that would be my phone. That would be the perfect phone for me. Well, that would be a really large one. We've got Bob Levitis. I'm Gene Steinberg. This is the Tech Night Out Live. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Sciatica, lower back pain, hip pain, poor posture. If you suffer from any of these problems, get ready to relax. Introducing an amazing product that's been in the market for over 25 years, the Sacro Wedgie. It was invented by a football coach using a common sense osteopath technique. He created this device to help his athletes by isolating and supporting the sacrum, which is the keystone of our anatomy. This wedge-shaped bone is in the center of our hips, where a lot of pain starts. Simply relax 20 minutes daily on the amazingly simple Sacro Wedgie and let Gravity do the work, helping muscles rebalance and start releasing nerves. Sit in the sacral wedgie at the computer or while traveling to help correct posture to finally help relieve those stubborn aches and pains for only $33.95. It's made in the USA, so click the family-owned website at sacrowedgie.com, spelled S-A-C-R-O-W-E-D-G-Y.com, or call 1-800-737-9295. That's 1-800-737-9295. Relax your back pain away with the sacral wedgie. You've seen crazy diets to lose weight. At GCN Team, our healthy body weight loss system simply neutrifies the body, bringing down cravings. It has been proven that nutritional deficiencies drive appetite for carbs, sugars, and fats. Lose weight the easy way. Find us at GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. 
Fighting Cravings is a Fool's Game. Give the body what it needs to be satisfied. Again, 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Don't know what's in your drinking water? Better get a ProPure. With the Pro One G 2.0 all-in-one filter, remove over 200 contaminants, including fluoride and lead. Taste water the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. See the complete line of ProPure water filtration products. There's a ProPure system for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details on our current free shipping special or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. Here on the Tech Night How Live, I understand that we're being heard now in Bangor, Maine. Wow. And recently we added Portland. But we haven't added Austin, Texas yet. So if you're listening on iTunes or from our site or something, you've got a station, a talk radio station in Austin, Texas, that needs a couple of new shows. Just contact their program people and say, Tech Night Out Live and the Paracast, please add them. Yeah, tell them I'm a guest all the time. Local resident Bob Levita said so. Because I know the city of Austin will listen if you tell them that. You're certain they're not going to say, well, in that case, forget about it. They might. Um, I don't know. Uh, Austin has gotten so big, it's hard to predict what anything will, you know. It used to be, oh, yeah, Austin, uh, you, you can, you know. They're a good city. They do the right thing all the time. But now, not so much. I just read in the paper this morning that we passed 2 million people in Austin, Texas. 2 million. We surpassed 2 million. We, we uh, exceeded 2 million in the ADI or uh, whatever they call it, metro, metro area. When I moved here, there were 600,000 people. It's, uh, it was like a town as opposed to a big city and now it's a big city it's the big city where they build the mac pro did you know that yes i do it's down the street right yeah but they won't let me in in fact they won't even admit that that's where they're built as far as i can tell nobody has ever said to me yeah they're built at that uh what's it tektronics plant over by my house 
Huh. Huh? Well, I, I will try again, actually, because I do want to see the robots building the Mac Pros. I think that would make for a, a interesting little... I don't know. I guess if they're not going to let me in, they don't want it written about. But it would be fun to go in there and get some pictures of the robots making Mac Pros that look like trash cans. Why don't you ask them? You know, it's not. I've it... asked. I've asked. So far, I've been denied every time. I'm going to try again. It's been a, probably a year or two. So, yeah, I'll run it up the flagpole. But I don't think they really want people uh, walking around in there. Bob, a specially controlled tour would do it. Maybe. But I so far haven't been able to talk them into doing one for me, so we'll see. Okay. What can I say? Yeah, really. What can I say? I don't know. Speaking of South by Southwest and everything, they have, of course, the president there trying to defend the decision to send a subpoena to Apple to create GovOS. Yeah, I think we disagree there, me and me and Mr. Prez. You know, I just think it's an overreach by the government, and I don't think that you can force a private company to do bad things. I just think that that doesn't that doesn't sound right to me. You know, forcing a, a private firm to well, it may it may be a moot point pretty soon. Yeah, let's go into that because that's fascinating. So the day before the scheduled hearing, the FBI says, wait a minute, we think we found another way some third party contacted us with a solution. I tend to think that would have happened anyway. They just didn't look. Um, well, it's, you know, here's the thing. If it was trivial, they wouldn't have needed Apple. The NSA would have been able to do it. And since the FBI went to Apple to get Apple to do it, I think that says that the NSA couldn't do it. Now, if the NSA couldn't do it, it seems to me, it, it would be unlikely that an outside third party could do it. Okay? that's That was just my take on it. It seemed to me that if the NSA couldn't crack it with all the horsepower and brain power they got, then a little Israeli firm isn't going to do it either. Except there's also a problem where it looks like the NSA doesn't always talk to the FBI. That's possible. Uh, one, what a concept. One arm of the government not talking to another? Hmm. Well, it sounds kind of like the Senate. <laughs> I guess that's one party not talking to the other. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I guess the whole thing is kind of on hold while they try this this uh, third-party solution. Now, of course, we all know that they only have 10 chances, right? Well, I understand here what's okay. going on is supposedly they're going to use a scheme to mirror the flash memory and do everything in software on a computer. Mm-hmm. So, so that they can run, so that they can brute force it open, and good luck to that. Well, but. what they would do is they make a copy. I guess you can do this with a script, even an Apple script. And you make nine attempts, and you log the nine attempts. Then you reload the, the flash image. memory Oops, image, and you yeah. try another nine attempts. Now, this was a four-digit pin. 
So we therefore, there are 10,000 combinations. Yeah, now, how long gonna, it takes yeah, to do this, I don't know. It could take, you know, days or weeks to actually... But it's doable because 10,000 isn't, you know, 17 billion trillion like uh, real, uh, what do you call it? You know, 128 or 256-bit encryption where the keys are very long and not guessable. Four digits is guessable, which is why I use a longer alphanumeric passcode on mine. Oh, because there's so much stuff the government's going to want on my phone. You see, that's the real problem here. The government is aching, absolutely aching, to find out what's on Bob Levitas' iPhone. They're just looking around. They're, right now, if you go outside, you'll see the air conditioning repair company. They're not fixing air conditioners. Uh, you know, you're not paranoid if someone really is watching you. <laughs> so anyway, supposedly they've already identified a security company in Israel that basically does this. They claim they could unlock iPhones and retrieve data from it. They have a successful record. But the technique supposedly is nothing original if they're using that technique. Now, of course, the FBI is not going to say, we chose this firm. The FBI is not going to tell what kind of method they used. No, and the firm is saying no comment, so, I mean... It, Which, of course, it's proves that that's the sure. firm. Right, it's not even for sure, but it's all, all signs point to. But the thing that really bothered me here, which was really interesting, is that after all this, supposedly the contract to do this is $15,000. That's what Reuters said, I think. Now, $15,000, I mean, you know, just bringing the FBI's lawyers in the court costs more than that. I'm in the wrong business. I had to be in the forensic iPhone recovery business. You know what? We're going to have a different kind of forensics if we don't break now. That's going to be the advertiser forensics. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Now Live. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Don't know what's in your drinking water? Better get a ProPure. With the Pro One G 2.0 all-in-one filter, remove over 200 contaminants, including fluoride and lead. Taste water the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. See the complete line of ProPure water filtration products. There's a ProPure system for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details on our current free shipping special or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203.
It's no secret that pathogens such as bacteria, viruses, moles, and fungus can inflict severe damage in the human body. Fortunately, a new and vastly improved silver solution has been developed. Supernatural Silver is a revolutionary, broad-spectrum, antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal solution that can be used inside the body as well as on the skin. Supernatural Silver is unique and superior to colloidal and ionic silvers using a patented technology that is is highly effective against colds, flus, infections, food poisoning, and yeast, in addition to many other pathogens. Supernatural Silver is scientifically supported, extremely safe, and is the number one choice of thousands of people for immune system support. Find out how Supernatural Silver could change your life. Go to SupernaturalSilver.com and use the promo code HEALTHY for 20% off. That's SupernaturalSilver.com. And like us on Facebook. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. Dr. Joe Wallach is not your typical doctor. Both a veterinarian and naturopathic physician, Dr. Wallach asked, why does America spend more money on health care by far and yet ranks 50th in health and longevity worldwide? The doctor believes that people should be empowered with a basic understanding of nutrition, then take charge of their life to attain optimal health and longevity through nutrition, not by toxic prescription drugs that lead to side effects, requiring more toxic prescription drugs. Talk about being dependent on drug companies to our own destruction, no less. This is clearly a deadly recipe. Doc Wallach's message is resonating with an increasing number of Americans who are waking up to all the government and big pharma manipulation of our health care system. I like what Doc Wallach is saying and doing to enlighten people and have joined forces to help this tireless crusader spread his message. Visit GCNminerals.com and listen to Dr. Wallach's deadly recipes lecture. It makes a lot of sense and I invite you to join the GCN Minerals team. Go to GCNminerals.com. That's GCNminerals.com. Before using heart and body extract, my energy level was very, very low. I could only walk a few feet and then would have to sit down. I was tired and lethargic. But after taking heart and body extract, my energy level has improved greatly, and I can now walk longer distances without getting tired so fast. Thank you, heart and body extract. Learn the secrets of an effective, natural, 100% organic nutritional supplement for a healthy heart and circulation at hbextract.com. Live with Gene Steinberg, it's the Tech Night Owl, because you never know what's going to happen next. Speaking of advertisers, we have a second version of this radio show, The Tech Night Owl Live, and we offer it to subscribers of Tech Night Owl Plus. Go to plus.technightowl.com. That's P-L-U-S dot What's it offer? We offer the ad-free version of this show, better quality audio. And I'll give you an example of that. Just a few weeks ago, Bob Levitis was on, and he had this song called iTunes Must Die, and he gave me permission to run it on the show. So he played a segment 
on the regular episode on GCN. And then what did we do? Well, after that, we made a special mix of the show in stereo with a full song on it. But you had to subscribe to Tech Night Owl Plus to get it. So it's plus.technightowl.com. Awesome. Awesome. It really was. We got great comments from it. You're responsible for more people hearing my song probably than anybody else in the Mac community. That is correct. And just Bob really appreciates that because it helps him. Now, as far as the song, iTunes Must Die. Yes. Uh, Okay. By the way, it's not available in the iTunes store. It was, uh, what do they call it? Rejected. Why was it rejected, or do I have to ask? No, I don't know. They don't really give you an answer. Uh, I asked if there was a specific reason. I said, if, is it the title? Is it the uh, artwork? Because those are things I could change. I could certainly change the title of the song to Martha Was Here. <laughs> I mean, if the, if the title is what offends them. I didn't get a real answer. It was more like uh, everything. <laughs> everything about the song violated the guidelines. And my first logo, the first artwork I did, was rejected also because it used the iTunes logo, which, even though it was a satire, uh, apparently isn't protected anymore. Oh, well. Isn't satire protected speech? Supposedly, but I, and I, you know, I took an iTunes logo and I stabbed it with a knife and I had blood running out of it. Um, I, hmm, that's a bit much. Well, that's satire. So is the song. But anyway, it's not available at the iTunes store, but it is available at uh, Amazon.com. But don't go buy a copy because sometime in the next few days, I'm going to put a free copy up on my blog and let everybody have it for free. Because I've made a total of, well, let's see. I lost money. You know, I sold two copies and it cost me uh, probably close to $100 to publish it and get it distributed and do all that stuff. So I'm probably in the neighborhood of negative $98. I'm just going to give it away. So come to my website next week. WorkingSmarterForMacUsers.com And what else do you have on that site since you're promoting your website? Well, that site's my new deal. It's like uh, everything I'm doing for the next few months is going to be about this Working Smarter, which is dealing with procrastination, figuring out how to be more efficient at, at the things that you do. Um, the, the, the thing is, I want people to know that uh, they can finish their work in a lot less time if they're more mindful about it and, uh, you know, just do a little bit of thinking about how their time is spent. Because I, I talk to people all the time who end up in the office until 10, 11, 12 o'clock finishing stuff, Uh, And they worked all day. And if you look at your time and analyze what you've been doing, you you find that, you know, you spent an hour on YouTube looking at cat videos. You spent half an hour at Amazon.com adding cool stuff to your wish list that you can't afford. And you uh, went out for a walk and you had a long lunch. And you look at your time and, and say, you know, if I had just done all the work that needed to be done, I could have been done with work at noon or two o'clock. But people don't do that. So uh, I'm, I'm really focused on helping people uh, learn to banish procrastination and become more productive. And it's painless. You know, it's just uh, a few things that you need to start thinking about. And you can change your habits. And, you know, I've, I've written 77 books in 25 years. There's no way I should be able to do that. I have ADD. Um, 
a, a raging case of ADD. I can't sit still. I can't stay on one subject for more than a few minutes at a time. But I've trained myself to get work done, to sit down and keep my fingers on the keyboard. You know, the, the first axiom of, of writing is the hardest part is keeping your ass in the chair. If you can't keep your butt in the chair, you're not going to get any work done. So starting with that, I, I've come up with all these different techniques and, and, and apps and, and uh, all kinds of things that help me to get focused and stay focused and, you know, finish working by mid-afternoon most days and have, you know, a full day of work behind me. It used to take me until midnight, one o'clock, two o'clock every day just to get the work I thought I should be doing that day done. And now I know how to divide up a project so that I know how much work I need to do on it each day to hit a deadline. And I always, you know, get it done. It's just, it's become my new habits. Instead of procrastinating, I look at my list. I do the things that are on it. I get them done as quickly as I can while I'm fresh in the morning. And really by late in the day, by by four or five o'clock for sure, I finished everything I need to finish. I've done all the, all the little stuff I need to do. I'm not all tense and worried and behind all the time. I'm much more calm about juggling a lot of balls. And, and it's not that hard to do, but there are a few things that, you know, if you're not doing, you'll never really get on top of this. So that's what I'm doing. I'm writing an ebook. I'm, I'm doing a video course. I don't know what else. I think uh, that's about it for now. I'm going to try to get both of those done by the summer before the uh, dummies book season kicks in and I have to start revising my dummies books again. Now, I wanted to ask you something here, which is obviously a ridiculous question, but I should. For ADD, a lot of times what people do is take medication for it, but you never thought of doing that. You did behavior modification, more or less. No, I do both. I do both. When I found out I had ADD, we test. I went through a, about a year, a year and a half of testing medications, and it was hard. I didn't like any. I still don't like taking medication, but it does work. And so, between that and behavior modification, you know, the thing is, I have different brain chemistry. I'm not stupid. My brain just functions different from most people. It just moves at a different rate of speed and it goes off on different tangents. But I also think a lot of people have a little bit of characteristics. They don't have ADD. They wouldn't um, need medication or be diagnosed for it, but they procrastinate and they don't stay on a, ta a task for very long before they switch to something else. It's like the, the shiny object syndrome. You sit there and something shiny catches your eye. And you go to see what it is instead of doing what you should do, which is be working. So I just pretend my butt is glued to my chair for 25-minute increments. I use a Pomodoro timer. And by piecing together 25-minute uh, bursts of intense work on one task, I'm able to finish everything that needs finishing before supper time, usually by 3 or 4. Then I go for a walk with the dog. Right now, we're going to a walk with the advertisers. Well, I do walk the dog. I have a bit of that myself. I've never taken medication for it, but I have to go through all sorts of things to kind of keep things going. But I've done this radio show since 2002. 
that's 14 years, nearly 14 years. We've done the other radio show, The Paracast, for 10 years. And I haven't missed an episode. I mean, a couple of times we did repeats on the Tech Night Owl Live. One time when I had some kind of weird kind of stomach problem. A couple of other times over the years when I simply went on vacation and played a repeat. But on the Paracast, 10 years, never missing an episode. And as you say, I I have that condition too. I just don't take medication for it because the chances that medication is really going to help is actually not that high, I'm told. And who wants to add more junk in your body if you don't have to do it? We have Bob Levitis, Dr. Mack. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. Whether it's personal mail, whether it's business email, you want reliable, dependable delivery, freedom from spam, freedom from viruses. Well, Polaris Mail offers professional email hosting services for your personal or small business use. Each account uses 25 gigabytes of storage, an easy-to-use webmail interface, and full mobile sync. Sign up today for a 30-day free trial at PolarisMail.com, PolarisMail.com. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. I'm Jesse Gonzalez, Vice President of Kmart. Did you know that premature birth is the number one killer of babies in the United States? Or that survivors can face a lifetime of serious health problems? But you can help. Join me in Kmart for the March for Babies Walk. We'll work together to raise funds for research and programs that help the marginalized fight premature birth and birth defects and improve the health of moms and babies. Start your team today at MarchForBabies.org. My dad was 59 when he collapsed from a heart attack late last year. Just this past August was when we spread his ashes on the St. Croix River. I loved my dad, but boy was he stubborn. He hadn't been to the doctor in over 25 years. His excuse? He simply couldn't afford it. He wasn't a rich man by any means. At less than $107 per month, libertyoncall.org would have been the perfect alternative for my father. Don't wait. Go to libertyoncall.org right now for not just your sake, but for the sake of your loved ones. Again, that's libertyoncall.org. This is a healthcare alert from the Pain Relief Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You don't have to suffer any longer. You can immediately qualify for a pain relieving brace at little or no cost to you by calling our 24-7 Pain Relief Hotline at 866-389-0620. Delivery is free and all paperwork is handled for you. 
If you are on Medicare and have knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain, don't wait. You can qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost by calling our 24-7 pain hotline now at 866-389-0620. Our representatives are standing by 24-7 to take your call and rush you your pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you. Shipping is free and all paperwork is handled for you. Just call 866-389-0620. That's 866-389-0620. Again, 866-389-0620. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. So Bob Levitas is giving us his medical history, and that brings us to these new features in iOS that allow you to monitor your health condition, you know, all based on health kit and several other kits such as research kit. What is your perception of those things? Have you tried it? Several other what? The various things that Apple offers for monitoring your health. Disappeared in the middle of a sentence, Gene. I did? No, I didn't. I'm still here. Oh, there you are. Okay. So what do you think about all that? Is that kind of help somebody if you have a chronic condition you need to check different things about it yeah absolutely and i i found that i'm more motivated to get some exercise every day because i'm i'm wearing an apple watch you know it just kind of gently reminds me that i could use to burn a few more calories oh yeah i'm looking at it now and it's I, i've got virtually none today so i'm going to have to uh, after this call go take a little walk does it remind you like every hour or two to stand up it does it does it uh reminds me once an hour if it notices i haven't stood up in an hour it'll remind me it's a a 10 to the hour for some reason uh and it apparently everybody's watch reminds them at the same time if they haven't stood okay so there are 13 million roughly Apple Watches out there, at least through 2015. Maybe there's 15 million or 16 million now. So 16 million people, 15 million people around the world at the very same time in perfect sync, get the command, stand up. Stand up. Apparently so, because at one of the Apple events, it was 10 after or 10 to the hour. And uh, you could see everybody looking at their wrist and kind of like a wave through the room. I don't know why it is. Anyway, it's it is a good reminder, and um, I think that and the activity monitor it tells you you know how many roughly how many calories you've burned. Between that and the pedometer, I've set goals for myself for every day, and uh, you know the watch makes it pretty easy to uh, keep track of it and be motivated to go do it. I, I don't forget until late in the day because every time I look at the time, I see how much activity I've 
got under my belt already. And it's, you know, it's very motivating, really. And they just went down 50 bucks. So, you know, it's never been, never been a better time. Although at this point, I would say I'm half inclined to say wait until the fall so you can get Apple Watch 2.0, whatever it is. You know, this late in the year, even though they did go down in price, you might want to wait and get the next one, which will be sure to have all kinds of whizzy new features. They did that with Apple TV last year. They cut the price a few months before a new version was announced. So that's kind of juicing mm-hmm. sales. But also we can assume that the iPhone SE was also a method of juicing sales of iPhones, although there's a legitimate reason for people who want to buy four-inch iPhones. I mean... Our friend Kirk McElhern, who's also a regular on the show, he doesn't like... You mean the iTunes guy? The iTunes guy. He prefers a smaller iPhone. And so does Donald Trump, because he's got small hands. Oh, please. I don't want to get into that, because Trump had said, because Apple would not comply with that court order, which now, of course, is postponed and hopefully will never come to pass... And I want to mention something about that in a moment. But he says, boycott Apple. And then two weeks later, he's sending tweets from his iPhone. No comment. I I don't talk about politics on the radio because I have very strong opinions about the Donald. And they're not good. Not positive. We don't want to get into politics here. We'll just leave that be. I call him Trumpelstiltskin, like Rumpelstiltskin, the evil character in Once Upon a Time, that ABC show. Well, I call him by his real name. I call him Drumpf. Yeah, that's his name, Drumpf. That's correct. People have their names changed when they came here. This was true, by the way, with me. When my father's family first migrated from Austria to the United States at the early part of the 20th century... They could barely speak English, so over at Ellis Island, they asked him their name. And it was probably something like Stettenberg or something. And the person who took their information said, oh, it's Steinberg. Okay, that's how it works. My mother's yep. family was either Etkin, Etkins, or Etkind, depending on how it was written down. So my mother must well, have had three sure. last names. What happened, though, in her family is that those who came here just used different versions of it. <laughs> so they had all well, slightly different names. We're pretty sure that there were more letters in Levitus a long time ago, but nobody so far has figured out what those letters might have been or what it was changed from. We do have a capital V in the middle of our name, Levitus with a capital V, and that, I understand, is because my grandfather and his brother were named Harry and Harris, and they kept getting each other's mail. So my grandfather put the capital V in so that his mail would be sorted under Vitus instead of under L. And it's been that way ever since, or great-grandfather, I guess. It was somebody I never knew, but that's the story we were told about the capital V and why it's there to this day. Have you ever thought of having an ancestral DNA test done? No. I'd be I'd be more likely to get a DNA test for my dog. <laughs> Why would you do a DNA test for your dog? Well, I want to know what the other half is. I I know he's half Vishla, 
But the other half, half we're not what? positive. Vishla, that's a, a Hungarian pointing dog. Vishla. Yeah, V-I-Z-S-L-A. Look it up. They're beautiful. But he's short and got stumpy legs, and he looks like he's half dachshund. But we're not sure. He could be half beagle. He could be any half any long, skinny, short-legged dog. Now, I have a Bichon. That's the one that makes those loud barks, as some of our listeners hear. His name is Teddy Bear. And he is supposedly full Bichon. That's what the vet says. The vet says, I know Bichons, and sometimes they have long legs. Whereas a person to whom we brought him for grooming says, oh, no, no, there's a little bit of poodle in him. I haven't bothered. I don't care. He's a cool guy, except when he's barking too loud. So we don't worry about it that much. <laughs> but I'm just curious. It would be interesting to know. I say dachshund just because he, he, his legs and body look like a wiener dog. And it looks like Frankenstein took the head of a vishla and plopped it on a, a dachshund. So I say dachshund, but the only way to know for sure would be to have the DNA thing done. We're not doing it. That's crazy. But I'd be more likely to do that than do my own because uh, I, don't, I don't really care that much about my ancestry. Well, I don't know. It just, it's one of those things that I've never really cared. That. I mean, I knew my grandparents, and I, I heard stories about their parents and the old country and stuff, and... I don't know. Just, I don't think any of them was a king or a prince or anything interesting. And uh, I guess it would be interesting to know more about them, but I wouldn't pay for the privilege. Um, there's other stuff that is higher up on my list. It reminds me of a line from a Paul Simon song prior to this lifetime, I surely was a tailor. Look at me. And, of course, my grandparents were tailors. So maybe, you know, we had some connection with Paul Simon, except he can be a pretty nasty guy, and he's about a foot smaller than I am. He's short, yes, but a good songwriter. An amazing songwriter. Except we had this interview with Art Garfunkel where he said about Paul, he kept reassuring him because he was so short. And Art Garfunkel is not that tall. He's probably less than six feet, but you think he's tall in comparison with Paul Simon. Well, so he said, though, he said by, by trying to boost his ego, he created a monster. Well, he could have just brought out a little milk carton or milk crate for him to stand on. That's what Alan Ladd used to do in the movies, you know. He was like five foot five, five foot six. And mm -hmm. of course, you know, you're a leading man, you can't be five foot six, except for Tom Cruise, of course, who's like five six or five seven. But now it doesn't matter anymore. We don't care about that anymore. We don't care that William Shatner was five six and and Mr. Spock was like six one or something like that. We don't care about that. In those days they did so they had to stand on a crate. So he wouldn't be smaller or shorter than his leading lady in high heels. Or, or, or we, we got to do this break now. We have Bob Levitis, more to come on the Tech Night Out Live. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. 
Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database, so you get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-704-6182. A Place for Mom offers free, one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-704-6182. That's 1-800-704-6182. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. I wonder how we got to the topic of the height of movie stars. You know, you got to be Superman, you got to be... Over six feet. I think Dean Kane is six feet. Henry Cavill, who's the latest Superman, is six one. But Ben Affleck, the new Batman, is what, six four? He's a tall Batman. I'm Batman and I'm tall. Er. <laughs> but you know, Batman, remember, has to have that deep voice. I am the Batman. Although I yeah. think that Christian Bale was just too too excessive about that although the movie batman v superman is getting really middling reviews i think that ben affleck got the voice down pat i haven't seen it yet and i haven't even seen a trailer it sounds really stupid to me but i'll probably go see it anyway (laughs) you know it sounds like fun i just think though that the thing the critics are complaining about is that it has too much self-importance. They're saying it's a comic book. Why should it be important? But my uh, my point is that nowadays comic book stories, comic book heroes try to act like they're real people with normal everyday problems. That goes back to what Stan Lee did with Spider-Man, Marvel Comics. Right. right. Of Spider- course, they're trying to be normal people with problems. Even Supergirl, she's this super-powered goddess, and she's worried about her love life and relating to people and, and not getting too angry because she came here as an orphan to the planet Earth. You know, they're trying to do things Here's like that now. Here's what I don't now. get. Here's what I don't get. 
Unless Batman has a kryptonite uh, bat suit, it's a no contest. Superman has superpowers. Batman is human. Come on. What kind of fight is that? There's no drama there. Well, as he says in the movie, if there's just a 1% chance that this guy means us harm, we've got to do something about it. I think there is some relationship to kryptonite in this movie, though. They do use kryptonite. There must be, because the only way you can hurt Superman is with kryptonite. So if he's You can hurt him with psychology. No, you can't. He will go to the Fortress of Solitude and chill... You can't. No. Psychology doesn't work on him. He's superhuman. He's he's Kryptonian, even. <laughs> he's not human, then. Yeah, he's not human. He's Kryptonian. He just happens to look like a human. Exactly. But he's invincible. I mean, how, you know, what kind of... It just makes no sense to me. Batman is toast. Unless he's got kryptonite in his underpants. Or something. I think there is a kryptonite connection. Also, he tries to use psychological warfare. This happens with the Supergirl TV show. Her weakness is that she cares about people and she's very sensitive. So a lot of times it's her attitude that defeats her. You know, but he's so, the man of steel. He's got emotions of steel. Well, evidently he doesn't. You ever see Superman cry? Yes, and Man of Steel towards the end. Really? Really. Spoiler, if you saw the movie, this is the most controversial scene, where there's no way he can defeat General Zod, because General Zod says, I am, you can't stop me. So he stops him by breaking his neck. And then he weeps because he didn't want to have to kill somebody. He was forced into it by the nature of the beast there, where... General Zod was about to use his heat vision to kill some people, and the only way to save them was to kill him instead. I hope someone caught those tears. They're rarer than unicorn tears. So loud it totally destroyed the building. I'm joking. There's an article you have on your site. This will be our final comment here, which is called The Desktop Printer Ink Wars 2016. It's a two-part article over at MacObserver.com. Oh, yeah. And now here's the point we'll mention, and we'll go into this for the next segment and a half, that ink probably costs more than gold for your printer. You get this tiny little bit of ink, and it's $50. And it's absurd. Not so much anymore, though. What's happening? I found, I, I found well, there's two, I tested two solutions from two different printer manufacturers. Uh, they both, they're both aimed at the same thing making your experience with ink more uh, pleasant and also less expensive. So Epson's, Epson's is called EcoTank, and, and it's an old principle. These are uh, printers that, instead of using expensive ink cartridges, use big tanks of liquid ink, and you fill it yourself with gloves on. Now, I um, want to tell you before you go on and explain it, I have a client who does a lot of desktop publishing and design. And he had one of his Epson printers equipped that way with the big ink tanks. Right. Well, you used to be able to buy it from third parties. You could buy uh, ink feed systems that worked with existing printers. But they were awkward. You know, they were like, it was like a Rube Goldberg kind of thing. But yeah, people who did a lot of high-volume printing, a lot of times would go with these uh, 
what do they call it? Reservoir feed. So Epson's got a line from uh, about $250 to $500 of all-in-one printers that have this EcoTank feature. And the ink is inexpensive. It's 20 bucks for a bottle that's enough to last 11,000 pages or a year of printing. I've had one for six months or seven months now, and I'm only halfway through the first tank. And when I'm done, it'll only cost me... Uh, 20, 40, 60, let's, let's say $70 for another probably two years worth of ink. So it's, it's very, the ink is very inexpensive. Um, and if you print a high volume, it's the way to go. And then HP has a different way. They have smart cartridges and they charge you by the page you print. They, they charge you a monthly fee to always have ink in your printer. And if you, you know, only print 50 pages a month, it's like $2.99. Uh, I, I had the 300 page a month plan, which was 10 bucks a month. And if you go, if you go look at the article, uh, there's a little, uh, little chart of kind of the cost of the ink or what it would have cost me using the amount of ink I'd use. And, and it turned out that if you print a lot, uh, the Epson is a clear you know, it's kind of a no-brainer. If you print a lot of copies, it's going to be a lot less expensive for you to go with the Epson uh, thing. But if you print very few copies, it might be better uh, to go with the HP thing because they send you the ink before you run out. Their, their uh, cartridges are, are like smart, smart home enabled. The Internet of Things, they, they can phone home and say, I'm almost empty, send another one. And so another one shows up at your door before you run out of ink. And if that's really important to you, for three bucks a month, you can always have ink, 36 bucks a year. If you don't print very much, that might be a good thing. However, something weird happened to me. My uh, credit card expired at the end of last year. And so I got an uh, email from HP that said I needed to go change it or my ink would, you know, I don't know, something bad would happen. So, uh, being me, I didn't go change the credit card. I wanted to see what happened, and eventually, the printer stopped working. The printer wouldn't print anymore, and it said, you know, visit hp.com for details. So, that's kind of a downside of the HP plan, um, which so they I can, They can they, literally then brick your printer if well, you don't sort keep of. it up. I could have well, gone down to... Uh, Best Buy and bought regular print, regular HP ink and used that. I mean, they didn't brick my printer forever, but they bricked it long enough that I couldn't use it until I either gave them a new credit card number or bought a different uh, ink cartridges. I don't like Big Brother. Yeah, it's... Wherever I, HP is, Colorado or something, or, or Mumbai, I don't like Big Brother bricking my printer or doing anything to my printer but i'll tell you my solution about printing it's called laser printer i got a brother laser printer uh, hl 5450 dn a few years back for a couple of hundred dollars and i pay less than a penny a page to print but what i also do is and sometimes you have to really check to see which manufacturer does it best i use recycle toner I know they claim you shouldn't do that, but it doesn't damage the printer. I talked to a repair shop, and they said it doesn't damage the printer. It's just maybe the quality won't be as good. It won't last as long. But I found something like instead of spending like $80, $90 for a long-life cartridge, toner cartridge from Brother, I pay $15. 
And I get basically the same number of copies. I don't know, four or 5,000 copies for that. Let's continue. The Inkjet Wars, we'll call it. With Bob Levitas, I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Owl Live. Hey there, Night Owl listeners. Are you frustrated by all those passwords you need to remember? Do you use the same password for multiple sites? Well, now there's a better way. RoboForm, an award-winning password manager that makes your life easier and more secure. With RoboForm, you'll never need to remember or type your passwords again. It's easy to use. It's completely secure. And best of all, listeners, you could use it free. Just go to RoboForm.com tech. That's RoboForm.com tech. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-704-6182. A Place for Mom offers free, one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-704-6182. That's 1-800-704-6182. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. My computer is so slow, it's making me crazy. I used to have that problem. Did you quit using the computer, or, or did you buy a new one? No, I called Geeks on Site. They made an appointment to visit my home and showed up the same day. You mean they didn't ask you to bring your computer to a shop? That's what happened when I called a support company. Geeks on Site can go to your home or business or even repair your computer online. They have 24-7 emergency service. If you are having problems with your PC or Mac, call Geeks on Site. 1-800-591-1682. Our friendly certified computer repair experts are available 24-7. Call now for a free diagnosis. 1-800-591-1682. Data recovery, virus removal, and maintenance for all laptops, desktops, printers, and networks. That's Geeks on Site for friendly certified computer repair experts available 24-7 over the phone or in your home or business. Just call 1-800-591-1682. That's 1-800-591-1682. 1-800-591-1682. 
You know about RVs, you've heard about bunkers, but surviving is not recreation, and man wasn't made to live underground. Introducing Survivalist Camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid survival bug-out house that's mobile, well-equipped, and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Go to survivalistcamps.com to learn more. That's survivalistcamps.com, providing your basic needs to survive. Survivalistcamps.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. Okay, now... Just to close that story about the Brother printer, after about 25, 28,000 copies, it started giving me blurry prints. And it turned out that the fuser assembly, which is, you know, is a heat assembly, heat rollers that fuse the toner to the page, they had developed rough spots. Now, normally it's rated for 100,000 copies. So 28,000 or something, it fails. So I go on to Amazon. Okay, I'll get a fuser assembly. $189 for a $200 printer. Just the fuser. So I went to Brother Support and did their live chat. And I said, what's up? I didn't know then it was the fuser. I said, what's causing this? And they said, it's the fuser. How many copies do you have? And they verified it in some way. I said, you know, 25, 28,000, whatever it was. And they said, okay, tell us your address. And I did. And they made a deal with the nearest repair shop about 10 miles away to replace the fuser without cost. That tells me they know about the problem. Yeah. And the printer works perfectly now with the $15 toner. But it's black and white, right? It's black and white, but who cares? Unless you're printing color, I understand. I print color all the time. I mean, I I could not live with just a black and white printer. For most of what I do, I print in color. I have a color printer here. I have an Epson all-in-one, multifunction color printer, which I use when I have to. But by judicious selections of what I need to print. I bet my Epson EcoTank is probably almost as cheap or as cheap for black and white. Possibly, I don't think so. 20 bucks worth of black ink is 11,000 or something pages. These tanks of ink are like in the tens of All right, but you see, that shows me here what a ripoff this is. That if you get the tank of ink... And you pay $20 and you get 11,000 copies, whatever it is. But if you buy a standard cartridge and you pay 36 bucks for it at discount, and it's giving you 1,100 right. copies, what kind of nonsense is okay, that? Okay, so my printer came with 11,000 black pages and 8,500 color pages. And the ink costs, uh, where's the price of the ink here? This is live research, folks. Yeah, I I don't have it. They even have one that uh, a printer that'll do twenty thousand prints before it needs to be changed. That one's eleven hundred dollars, though. I I'm not finding the price. Oh wait, it's in the article. If I go to Mac Observer, Mac Observer, desktop, printer, Ink Wars. There it is. All right. It's not working. 
All right, don't worry about it. Don't worry. All right. In any case. Yes, sir. Okay. In any case. Let us continue here. We're talking about the printer wars. But you see, what you're telling me here is you can get thousands of copies if you get one of the few printers that allows for this ink tank thing. Now, can you do that? Can you adapt other printers to support that? Uh-oh, you disappeared again, Gene. Do you hear me now? Now I hear you, yes. All right, can you... You see, that's it, right? Can you actually adapt a printer to do this? Yeah. They, somebody wrote to me and said, have you tried this? There's a couple companies that make, uh, not for, I don't think they're universal for every printer, but for certain printers, you can buy these uh, gravity feed, like uh, reservoir, reservoir feed. I don't know. But it's an aftermarket thing, and you've got plastic tubes, and, you know, it's, uh, it's not pretty. It probably work. But five-year cost of ownership, uh, well, you can go see the, the thing. But the ink is, how much is the ink? We're trying to solve the problems of the universe here, especially if you print a lot of There copies. you go. So it's, uh, 30, it's under $60 for four full big bottles of the ink. Under $60. And for me, each bottle is a year's worth so a half a bottle a year 28 dollars in ink a year and now that, do you see what the ripoff is here i mean if you buy those tiny cartridges you as like i said 36 dollars you buy a complete set of ink even at a discount store like a sam's club and you buy right. the four colors you may pay oh, 60 80 dollars for that set and you're getting a thousand copies or fifteen hundred copies, it's nonsense. It's nonsensical. But that's how they make their profit. That's why Brother can sell this laser printer for two hundred dollars. Of course it's made like you know what, folks, because that's why we had this problem with the fuser. And the service technician said they just make them as cheaply as possible. And I suppose the way it's done is make them real cheap, knowing that a certain small percentage will fail early. And then when they do, they'll simply replace them under warranty, but they're saving so much money by using cheap components, they don't care. I consider the whole thing's disposable for the most part. Well, In this fact, print, for a while this there, print, I could buy a new printer with ink for less than replacement ink for the old printer. That's not true anymore, but it used to be. Now, that's the thing about the fuser assembly on one of these laser printers. That is the effective life of the printer because it costs so much. The effective life of the printer is the fuser assembly as soon as that goes. And then, yes, you can go onto eBay and maybe get it for $130 instead of $189. As soon as the fuser assembly goes, assuming it has its normal life cycle, which is 100,000 copies or thereabouts, that's the end of the printer. You might as well recycle it at that point. But then 100,000 copies on a $200 printer, that's pretty good, as long as you don't go broke with the toner and the drum and all that other stuff. I mean, I don't want to say don't use the manufacturer's product. I think for inkjet printers, there may be more of a sensitivity there. But I think for a laser printer, for years I've known people who use recycled toner, and sometimes the quality isn't up to snuff and just change brands, which is what I've done. I've gone through several brands before picking the one that's best. 
Now, to be highly technical, what I'm saying is it's a remanufactured cartridge where they take the toner cartridge and they recondition it and they add a new supply of toner. So just as you know that the toner specifically may not be recycled, but the plastics and all that other stuff are. But otherwise, the manufacturer's product really isn't something that's cost effective. And now that you can do it, with some printers, at least with ink tanks, that makes a world of difference. It makes printing almost affordable. Then again, remember, 20 years ago, laser printers cost $3,000. And that $3,000 laser printer did not have the quality of this one, this brother, this $200 brother, didn't have the same print quality, and printed maybe one-fourth as many pages per minute. So there you go. Bob Levitis, would you please, sir, tell our listeners where they can learn more about the stuff that you do. I think the best place to go these days is WorkingSmarterForMacUsers.com, where you can read my latest blog posts, uh, sign up for my newsletter with tips every week for free. And yeah, that's kind of my main squeeze these days. So WorkingSmarterForMacUsers.com is the place. Bob Levitis, thanks for joining us in the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. This is Dan Pillard. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Something shocking just happened in a Coast Guard unit in San Diego. The old guys in the unit have turned the tables and are now destroying the young bucks in head-to-head fitness tests. How is this even possible? Turns out the old guys in this unit have been part of a special test group for a doctor-formulated fountain of youth drink called Patriot Power Greens. Patriot Power Greens has been so effective for many of the older soldiers that it's made their achy joints, stiff muscles, and lack of energy a thing of the past. Previously, this drink was only available to elite military units. But for a limited time, the creator of Patriot Power Greens has set aside a small number of free sample packs specifically for our conservative friends. But you must act fast. Due to the high demand from members of the Coast Guard, our supply is extremely limited right now. To claim your free samples of Patriot Power Greens, go to greens75.com. That's greens75.com. greens75.com. 
Dr. Joel Wallach here. If you're a baby boomer and you're worried about the big epidemics coming, and I'm not talking about the bird flu or the swine flu, I'm talking about epidemics of Alzheimer's disease, heart disease, obesity, diabetes, arthritis, cancer. That's because the 80 million baby boomers followed all the advice of doctors, and uh uh-oh, Houston, we have a problem. See Dr. Wallach live in Little Rock, Arkansas, Saturday, May 14th, 1 p.m. Go to www.cdocinarkansas.com. That's cdocinarkansas.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. My dad was 59 when he collapsed from a heart attack late last year. Just this past August was when we spread his ashes on the St. Croix River. I loved my dad, but boy was he stubborn. He hadn't been to the doctor in over 25 years. His excuse? He simply couldn't afford it. He wasn't a rich man by any means. At less than $107 per month, libertyoncall.org would have been the perfect alternative for my father. Don't wait. Go to libertyoncall.org right now for not just your sake, but for the sake of your loved ones. Again, that's libertyoncall.org. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. We're joined by Kirk McElhern, sometimes known as the iTunes guy, but also the proprietor of the Kirkville blog. And he does the committed podcasts, which is not for someone who should be committed, because that's what they say about me. Now, I want to talk to you, first of all, about what we would call the boost post ad scam from Facebook. Facebook would do scams? Oh, my heavens. Now, but before we even talk about that, let me talk to you about another scam. Don't know if this happens in Europe. But of course, here in America, we have a we have a free online publication called Craigslist, mm-hmm. and people advertise. You pay for certain kinds of ads; others you can advertise free. Okay, so we're looking for maybe a little cheaper place to live in. So, of course, I go to Craigslist first because this way maybe I'd get a better price because they don't have to pay a commission to a realtor, and I find a home that really sounds nice and it's cheaper than what I'm paying now. So. I write to the person, and the person writes in a very strange kind of English, saying that he's in Ohio on some kind of religious mission or something, but is willing to have me fill out an application and consider the place. So I write back and say, before we look at the warning signs, how can I see the place if you're in Ohio? Well, look at the pictures. Okay. I'm not going to rent a place where I can't actually physically go inside and look at it. 
the thing to bear in mind here is how often have you received emails from people saying they represent some kind of bank and they have a million dollars for you? Some soldier in Iraq that has Saddam Hussein's fortune. Right. And it's always written in some kind of stilted English. Okay? Yep. Take a look at the syntax. Like somebody is writing, but English is their second language. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this particular letter from this supposed property owner is written the same way. And to make matters worse, I look up the property to see who owns it. Now, the property listings here in Maricopa County, Arizona, like in many other places, they show the last name first and then the name of the first name. And if it's owned by a couple, it would be the last name plus the first name of the husband, the first name of the wife. Okay? So this guy's got it backwards. He thinks his name is the last name is first and the first name is last. So he's got his name confused. There, there are countries where they do that. Sure. It's not uncommon. Yeah. So, all right. So to make matters interesting, his scam is he asks you to send the deposit by Federal Express or something, after which he promises to send you the keys to the house or apartment. And of course, as most of us know, you're not going to get any keys. Yep. Not at all. So just to make matters interesting, his guy's last name and his first name mixed up pretending to be the property owner. He doesn't realize that person, if you look at the property listings, owns another property, but lives at a third place. His home address is a third location. He's pretending this is his home where he lives. So I ask him, please send me a picture of your driver's license so I see who you are. And I never saw so many excuses in my life. Mm. Now, this is a common scheme here. And the important thing to remember that if you want to rent a property... Go down and see it. Somebody has to have the keys to let you in. Yep. Look at the county property listings in your jurisdiction to see if that's the person who really owns the property and didn't just steal the key. Because the way it would work is you'd pay somebody, you'd bring the moving truck over to the place, and somebody would say, you're not supposed to live here. So you're saying that people never um, rent houses through real estate agents then? Oh, of course they do. Okay. Now, this particular place I'm living in now, I found on Craigslist. But there was a local property owner. I could check him out. He met me at the property. He opened the door. We looked around. It was, you know, all on the up and up, just the way you would normally consider a rental. But in this case, what they're asking you to do is trust them that they're on some kind of mission in another state and they need to rent this property and just send them by overnight carrier the money. Send them the money by overnight carrier to some remote location, maybe care of the FedEx store or something. And I don't know how people fall for this scheme, but they do. Maybe somebody needs to move right away or the offer is too good to be true. Because he offered not just a low price, but he would pay the utilities. And here in Arizona in the summer, utilities can be pretty expensive. True. I don't know. It sounds to me I would just be suspicious right away of anything like that. I would just assume that it's a scam. I've only ever rented here in the UK through a real estate agent. I've been in the first place I was in was for six weeks. And after that, about eight months. And then in the current house um, that I live in. 
when I lived in France, um, it was generally through real estate agents, but one of them was answering a classified ad in a newspaper. This was back in 2000. And it was the property owner um, who was advertising the house. In fact, the house hadn't been finished hadn't finished being built. We went to visit the house, and this person's parents, who lived next door, who were building it on their parents' land, showed us around the house. So, you know, obviously it wasn't a scam and that sort of thing. But I would never consider visiting a property, I would never consider the concept of visiting a property without the owner being there with the keys, of someone sending me the keys and expecting a deposit before I've seen it. That's just, you know, that's just common sense. Oh, obviously, yeah. obviously. As soon as soon, you see, I was under the impression when he first got this conversation, he's out of town, he'll come into town, show me the place, we'd make the deal. But as soon as he said, no, I can't do that, we'll do it by mail or something, I said, no, no way. And he called me. This guy actually called me and pretended that he can't send me a picture of his driver's license because he's using a landline but his landline allows you to send text messages it's obviously yeah. a, a mobile phone yeah. and the name he uses he has an aol email account and the name that right there that's suspicious an well AOL. you know look i have an aol account too okay yeah, and most people yeah. but most people know what that name is because yeah. it's one of those names that only people who joined real early will have that's not the issue it doesn't bother me as a matter of fact a lawyer friend of mine who is a very respected lawyer in his community and has helped me out occasionally he has an aol account one of the most okay. famous people uh computer science genius who is very well known in the world of the paranormal and ufos has an aol account yeah, but you just said it, paranormal and UFOs. So Yeah, but this guy, I'll tell you who he is. But <laughs> I'm they, being sarcastic. Right, and I'll that, tell you who he if is. I, if I see someone's email address these days, it's true the domain name does affect the way you perceive that person. If you see someone with a Hotmail address, you, you think it's like, you know, someone who hasn't updated from Windows 95. Gmail is extremely common, so that doesn't have any connotations. But I rarely see Yahoo.com. Um, I can't remember the last time I've seen an AOL address. Obviously, when someone has a personal domain, it's different. And, and that's sort of a, a, a higher bar when you see an email address. If someone's got their own domain, um, you know that they are more, I wouldn't say professional, but that they're more serious about the way they manage themselves online. Right. But in this particular case, the person i'm talking about this scammer and he's quoting passages of the bible in his letters by the way to show you how religious he is and how honest his email address consists of random letters okay yeah, that's standard spammers addresses it's a random letters it's not even a name i'll give you the first name djbds is that a name it could be an abbreviation did jesus bring uh, Donuts Sunday. It could be an abbreviation for that. Well, how about the Jack Bring Dairy Saturday? It could be that, too. It could be an abbreviation. Not an abbreviation of his name. I don't know what I'm talking about. We have Kirk McElhern, more to come on the Tech Night Out Live.
Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Paid non attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention, Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24 7. Call 800 261 That's 800 261 by now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shopped the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 1-800-403-4885. That's 1-800-403-4885. 1-800-403-4885. Or go to SelectQuote.com. We shop. You save. Get full details on the example policy at slowquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available in all states. 
Destroy harmful bacteria, allergens, bed bugs, dust mites, fleas in your home with the Ladybug Steam Vapor System. The Ladybug dies deep on surfaces without any toxic residue. Traditional control agents contain toxic chemicals which do more harm than good. Sanitize and disinfect using just water. Quick, fast, and surprisingly easy. Find out more now by calling 800-997-6584. Ask for Randy. That's 800-997-6584. Or go to advap.com slash gcn. That's advap.com slash gcn. You never know what's going to happen next while listening to the Tech Night Isle live with Gene Steinberg. So from real estate scams, we progress to other subjects. So Facebook is, you're telling me, engaged in a scam. And you see this. They have this option to boost the post when you put something up on Facebook. So obviously yeah. they're charging you a fee. Yeah. So that your so, post gets more coverage, more presence. Well, if you remember back in the day, you would see everything from people who you were friends with. And I think Facebook realized it was too much. So they use an algorithm to tailor your timeline. So someone who's following me, so I have two Facebook accounts. One is personal, um, where people who are friends follow me and i have another one that's my professional account um which to which i automatically post links to all my articles if someone's following one or the other of those accounts they might not see all my articles because facebook is whittling them away in order to show what facebook thinks is the most important articles so facebook has this little button that says boost and you can pay to get your posts seen by more people now, a couple of weeks ago, um, Take Control Books, for whom I have a number of current books in print. It's funny to say in print when they're digital books. Um, we have How about 50, in post or something? Or in um, PDF? Currently available. We had a 50% off sale. And we generally do quite well with these sales. Um, a lot of people take advantage of the discount and pick up several books, which is good for all of us, because when someone buys my iTunes book, they might buy another book by one of the other authors, and, and that's always a good thing. So I figured, I had always seen this boost thing, and I wondered if it would ever be useful. So I posted an article on my website about the sale, with a link to the Take Control um, website, and I decided to try it out. Now, you click the boost button, and you get to choose a number of demographics. You get to choose um, countries. So I chose the United Kingdom and the United States, which is our two largest countries for customers. You get to choose interests. So I chose iPhone, Apple, iPad, or Mac computers, and age from 18 to 65 plus. Now, after you've done this, you choose a budget, and it can start, I'm, I'm in the UK, so it's presenting this in pounds. I think it can start as low as a pound. I took a screenshot at one point when it said four pounds, and it said estimated people reached 11,000 to 30,000 people. That's a pretty big margin, but you can understand that they're being, they're covering themselves, right, to say that, well, maybe it's 30,000, maybe it's 11,000. So I tried it. I figured, okay, till the end of this sale, and there was about five days left, um, I was going to run this and see what happened. So my 14 pounds, about $20, trickled away every day. And by the end of the campaign, there were 2,900 people who saw the post. Nowhere near the minimum of 11,000 that Facebook said. And I was charged 58 pence per post engagement. A post engagement is when someone clicks on a link, but it's also when someone likes a post. 
Now, I had two people click on the link. Out of Come back again. You pay for someone who likes your post? Yeah, and see, they what didn't make What kind of scam is that? Exactly. Well, the, the scam is twofold. The scam is that, but also the fact that they promised a minimum of 11,000, as many as 30,000 people would see it, and yet only 2,900 people saw it. They didn't say anything about a per-click price. It's really quite vague. You can check it out uh, later. You know, take one of your posts and just click it and, and fill out the things and see what they offer. So I paid for 22 people to like my post, which, you know, what purpose does that serve? And two people clicked through. Now, two out of 3,000, that's, that's pretty much an average rate for web ads. You know, that's 1%, a little less than 1%. If I had had 30,000 people who saw it and that was... What? I'm sorry, it's a tenth of a percent. If out of 30,000 people who saw it, 30 had clicked through and 10 had bought books, it would have paid for the 14 pounds I spent. But it's just a scam. So you're assuming based on one test that it has to be a scam? Well, I'm assuming based on the estimate that they gave me that it's a scam. That they estimated that it would reach 11,000 to 30,000 people and it didn't even reach 3,000. Which, because... This is their algorithm that's presenting this post to people. It's not people I know. It's random people who are going to get this in their timeline. Their algorithm is supposed to match that estimate. Um, and you know, there's a screenshot on my website. Uh, people can look at it. That estimate seems pretty clear to me. Being so far off the estimate and not telling me that I would be paying per click, I had assumed that I was paying for the number of people reached. And that essentially for 14 pounds, I'd reach at least 11,000, maybe 30,000 people. There's a variable in there that I don't know. Um, but that seemed to me a fair deal for 14 pounds. But that's not at all what happened. Um, and so I wrote Facebook and they haven't replied. Uh, and, and so I posted an article today on my website just to warn people that this really is a scam. That if you're paying for people to like your post, I really don't see how that brings any value. Well, we know now that Facebook makes a tremendous amount of money. And, you know, there is no real competition. They are so well, deeply entrenched. Okay. I mean, who would you go to in terms of social network? Google Plus? You know, well, nobody Google cares Plus about is that. Worth it. So, so Twitter, I, I looked on Twitter to see how much it would cost for a promoted tweet. And it was in the hundreds of dollars to get a promoted tweet which seemed, you know, way more than I was willing to spend because, again, I had no expectation of this converting an awful lot of people from seeing it to buying. The thing is, there, there are two types of ads in Facebook. There are this type of boost post ads, and they're the, then there's the ones... There are two types of ads on Facebook. There are these boost post ads, and then there are the ones that appear in your timeline that are clearly ads. Um, I think there, there's a different pricing for this. Okay. Now, in terms of the ads that are shown on your page, can you inhibit them or you're stuck with those? Yeah. So you can't, there, there's a plugin called FB Purity, like Facebook Purity, which I was using for a while. And you can use this to customize the type of um, stuff that shows up on your Facebook page. The problem is the developer uh, felt that it wasn't fair for him to have to pay $99 a year to make a Safari plugin. 
So he's not supporting Safari anymore, and it stopped working, and I use Safari. You can get this plugin for Chrome and possibly Firefox. Um, but I use Safari, and I don't use it, um, the plugin anymore, because it's not working. It, it did work fairly well. It did break things often, because Facebook is constantly changing the, the, the content on their pages. Um, but you can... A, a normal ad blocker won't block ads on Facebook. Um, but these, there are a, a few other plugins that can do it. I'm not sure how well they work, but... What I'm saying, though, is as a Facebook user, I have no control over what ads appear in my timeline. No. What you can do is when you see an ad, um, you can say that you don't like it. So, you know, there's that little... I'm, I'm just looking on my Facebook page now to try and find an ad. And frankly, I don't see too many ads. Um, there's the little um, down-pointing arrow at the top right of each post. And you can click that on an ad and you can say, don't show me this ad anymore. And they'll ask why you don't like it. It's not, I don't agree with it. Um, it's not pertinent to me, that sort of thing. So you can actually, in some ways, tailor the ads you see. But again, to be honest, I don't see that many ads on Facebook. I used to see a lot more. Um, I think I see them more on mobile than I do on the desktop. And, and I don't use Facebook's app anymore on mobile. I use Facebook in the browser because the Facebook app kills the battery on my iPhone. So much for the Facebook app. I've heard of that problem before. Yeah, a, a lot of people have seen um, how surprisingly battery hungry this, this app is, even if it's not running. So if you double press the home button and quit it, it still uses a lot of battery life. And, and that's pretty strange, I think, because there's some sort of notification thing going on. Well, you can, of course, adjust the notification. And that's an interesting <laughs> thing here. It's an interesting no, but even if notifications are turned off, it still uses battery. I suppose we're talking here about a really badly designed app for Facebook. And I want to tell you something I had heard, which was apparently done from, it was quoted from somebody at Apple, one of their lead people. I'm not sure if it was Craig Federighi or somebody else. But we'll do that in our next segment. So what are we doing now? Well, it appears that we're talking with a guy named Kirk McElhern. And he has a blog called Kirkville at McElhern.com. He can't use Kirkville because the people who own that domain warrant about a million dollars or something for him to get it. That's greed, I'll tell you. They'll never sell it. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year, 
You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. Hey, everyone. With 20-plus years as a radio host, I've seen about everything. One thing that keeps recurring, though, are these timeshare charlatans, these high-pressure salespeople who get folks to come out to some resort for a special weekend offer. Then they get them in a corner and browbeat them and coerce them into buying a timeshare they don't need, they don't want, and they can't afford. And then they're stuck with that thing forever. Monthly payments, mortgage payments, annual fees that keep going up and up. Well, up until recently, people thought they couldn't get rid of these things. You know, you can't get out of the contract. You can't get out of the deed or the membership. Well, that's not true. My friends at American Consumer Credit, a timeshare release company, can get you free. That's their personal guarantee. 12 years in business, free consultation, A-plus rating with the BBB. They're the real deal. You want to get out of your timeshare contract? Call them now. 800-587-EXIT. That's 800-587-3948. 800-587-EXIT. Call now. 800-587-3948. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We have Kirk McElhern, sometimes known as the iTunes guy and proprietor of Kirkville, and he does all that stuff. A reminder that we want you to check out Tech Night Owl Plus at plus.technightowl.com, plus.technightowl.com. What's it all about? We offer the special high-resolution ad-free version of this show with sometimes extras like a couple of weeks back. We had the full stereo version of Bob Levitas' iTunes Must Die song. And by the way, as Bob told you in the first segment, iTunes would not accept that song for posting. Okay, I guess because they feel it's hate speech. iTunes must die. Of course, it's satire. All right, so let's get on with some of these discussions here. And he was talking about what he regards as the Facebook boost post scam. All right, and the Facebook app using too much resources. And this is something I know a lot of people do this, and it's kind of like this folklore about we used to rebuild permissions under OS 10 because we thought it did any good. Of course, it seldom does. So what some people do is they will force quit, in a sense, their apps on an iPhone or an iPad thinking it's going to make a difference. And according to Apple, when that app is idle, it's really consuming no resources. So, of course, the folklore that doing anything manual will change an app that's using too many resources, make it work better, supposedly doesn't work. But there are times when an app just doesn't work right, and you have to do that. You have to do what they call this force quit operation. You know, where you double tap on the home button, and you get the list of open apps, and you kind of push one up to get rid of it. The other thing is here is you can turn off background stuff on specific apps in your settings. If they're doing too much, if they're responsible developers, though, they'll fix that, won't they? Except for Facebook, which just doesn't care. The Facebook app is different. For some reason, even if you have background app refresh turned off, it still looks for content, even if you have notifications turned off. And I think this is partly because of the way Facebook is actually an integral part of iOS, 
you know, you add a Facebook account in the settings. You don't have to do it specifically in the app. There's Facebook sharing in iOS and all that. So for some reason, the Facebook app is notoriously battery hungry. And deleting the app and using the web instead, um, it definitely made my iPhone battery last a lot longer. I don't use too many Facebook apps. And I'm less inclined to use Facebook now that I know they're engaged in an advertising scam. You know, isn't it interesting here that the fellow in the social network who played Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, he was Mm -hmm. played by... Jesse Eisenberg. He was played by Jesse Eisenberg. So to show you what kind of character Mark Zuckerberg is by inference, what character is Jesse Eisenberg playing right now in a new superhero blockbuster? You're asking the wrong person. Okay, Lex Luthor. Really? Yeah. I don't see him as Lex Luthor. He plays Lex Luthor as this quirky, lunatic, Silicon Valley-style multi-billionaire. Okay? That's what he plays him as. Trying to be a modern take on Lex Luthor. The movie apparently is starting off well, though, for Thursday night pre-screenings. The critics hated it, but the public will probably love it. That's... Batman v Superman. He doesn't care about superheroes, though. We were just talking about other miscellaneous things. Now, I suppose here the news that there is an iPhone SE, which is basically an iPhone 5S with most of the guts of the iPhone 6S. I say most doesn't have 3D touch and a couple of other things are not up to date. They're using the iPhone 6 in it. So mostly it's iPhone 6S. So you've got this great little phone that's getting really good reviews. Have you ordered one yet? I have. Uh, we've talked many times about my dislike for the size of the iPhone 6 and 6S. I just, every time I pick up my phone. So when the iPhone 6 came out, I ordered one and I sent it back before I had it for a week because I just didn't find it comfortable. It was too big. And I kept my 5S and I kept it until the 6S came out. And I thought, okay, I'm two generations back. I need the new features. I write about this stuff for a living. And I got it and I passed my 5S down to my partner who's delighted because she didn't have an iPhone before that. And I've just felt uncomfortable with this iPhone 6S since then. And every time I pick up her phone, the 5S, it's like, this is what a phone is. This is it. It's small. It fits in my hand. It's not heavy. So when the iPhone SE was announced, um, I made sure to get up early enough uh, yesterday. So it was 7 a.m. It went on sale here. And I ordered one immediately. I'll have it on the 31st, apparently. Um, I need to sell my 6S, which may or may not be easy. Um, but I'm very happy to go back to a smaller phone. Now, as you said, there aren't that many features that are different. It doesn't have 3D touch, which I don't care about. It has the older Touch ID sensor, which is a little bit slower. That's not a big deal. But everything else inside, the the camera, the processor, and everything, is the same guts as the 6S. So it's essentially a 6S minus, if you want. Um, It just lacks a couple of things that the success has. Now, interesting here, the opening price is $399 for the 16-gigabyte version, $499 for 64. That's the cheapest iPhone Apple has ever sold because up till just this past week before the new model came out, the iPhone 5S cost $450. Yeah. So now is this an indication here because of what Apple's doing that maybe the next iPhone, the 7 or whatever it is, will be $50 cheaper too? That Apple can now do this and still make a pretty good profit? 
You know, I kind of think that what we're going to see, so Apple releasing a new phone, because this, even though this is the old phone body, it's the exact same body as the 5 and the 5S. Well, it's the exact same as the 5S. I think there are some tiny, tiny changes between the 5 and the 5S because Touch ID was added. But this is an old phone that they've released new in the middle of the year. You know, they always release a new phone September, October to coincide with iOS and all that. So they've released this new phone in the middle of the year. What I think is going to happen is the SE is going to remain in the product line as the less expensive phone. And the iPhone 7 and 7 Plus will be sort of the iPhone Pro in a way. I think Apple needed to do two things here. They needed to start approaching a market where it's less expensive. My iPhone 6S cost me 700 pounds. I got 128 gigs, so it was the most expensive one. The SE, unfortunately only 64 gigs, is 439. That's a very big difference. I don't like paying 700 pounds for a phone. I would have probably paid a little more if they had a 128 gig version, because this means I have to cull my music. But I'm much more comfortable with something that I carry around in my pocket. and which is exposed to you know, possible breakage. I'm more comfortable with it being at a cheaper price like this. So I think Apple had to compete in two areas. They had to compete, compete on price here because there are a lot of people who simply won't pay the price of iPhones, but also on size. Tim Cook, I think it was the last earnings call, said that 60% of people had phones that were smaller than the iPhone 6 and 6S. So they were using the 5S, the 5, the 4, etc. A lot of these people kept these phones because they didn't want to upgrade, couldn't afford to upgrade. But I know I've talked to a lot of people who didn't upgrade because they just didn't want a bigger phone. Now, it was also pointed out during the media event that 30 million four-inch iPhones were sold last year. Remember, those four-inch iPhones were older models. So assuming that pace were kept this year, maybe Apple will sell 40 million copies of an iPhone SE. I mean, this could be a pretty significant difference. And if Apple also maybe cuts the price slightly on the next generation iPhones, you know, maybe that will reinvigorate sales. And there's another thing, too, and correct me if I'm wrong here. There aren't a lot of smaller smartphones if you check out other companies. Is that correct? Oh, I think there are still plenty of four-inch Android phones. Yeah, they tend to be maybe the cheaper phones and they don't have all the features all all android phones are cheap um well yeah if you buy a galaxy 7 it's not cheap it's the same price as a 6s most most are cheap they have high-end models so i'm just looking quickly on amazon there is a an lg four inch phone there is an a wow i don't know this company um it's true there aren't that many four inch phones We've got more to come with Kirk McElhern on the Tech Night Out Live. Hey there, Night Out listeners. Are you frustrated by all those passwords you need to remember? Do you use the same password for multiple sites? Well, now there's a better way. RoboForm, an award-winning password manager that makes your life easier and more secure. With RoboForm, you'll never need to remember or type your passwords again. It's easy to use. It's completely secure. And best of all, listeners, you could use it free. Just go to RoboForm.com slash tech. That's RoboForm.com slash 
tech. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. As if chlorine in our water weren't bad enough, now they're adding ammonia? It's true. Some municipalities are now adding ammonia plus chlorine to your water supply. It's a disinfectant called chloramine. But with a trusted Big Berkey water filter, you can keep chloramine out of your water. New NSF EPA certified lab tests show EPA Berkey water filters remove chloramines, pharmaceuticals, BPA, pesticides, bacteria and viruses, all forms of fluoride, and much more. Big Berkey water filters are the original and most trusted on the market. The gold standard in water purification. And our filters last for years at less than two cents per gallon. Big Berkey, the one that's powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get your Big Berkey today. Call 1-877-99-BERKEY or click BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water. Are you looking to sell body armor? Want to make extra money selling body armor at your local gun shows? With low minimum buys and great returns, KD Armor is the answer. Make money in your spare time. It's American-made body armor with the quickest turnaround in the industry, which means you get your product when you need it at very competitive rates. And they'll ship it to you for free. If you own a business, give them a call today at 855-488-KATY. That's 855-488-2284. Or go to KDArmor.com. Come and take it. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. Have you ever wondered why farmers can keep their livestock lean and healthy just by feeding them minerals in a nutrient-dense diet? Before market, they cut off their minerals, leaving them to crave high-calorie grains to fatten them up. So if weight control is this easy, why does the medical system prescribe invasive surgical gastric bypass for humans? The truth be told, according to research, you can avoid over 900 different diseases just by getting 90 essential nutrients daily. Check us out on the web at sonsoflibertyteam.com and order your Healthy Start Pack and get your 90 for life. Or dial 855-301-TEAM. I said essential, not optional, and every day. Easy. 90 for life on the web at sonsoflibertyteam.com or call 855-301-TEAM. That's 855-301-TEAM. That's 855-301-TEAM. Check us out on the web at sonsoflibertyteam.com at sonsoflibertyteam.com. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180.
We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. As Kirk's about to tell us, four-inch smartphones tend to be a rare breed, and Apple has entered that space big time with the iPhone SE at a lower price, which shows to me they are being very aggressive at moving this product. But also, if you look at something else, there's an article from one of those Apple complainers that we see so many of, all these people complain about Apple, claiming now that, don't you remember back in the 90s where Steve Jobs returns to Apple, he simplifies the product line. And now if you look at the number of variations of an iPhone, it's like 180 or something like that. It's just so many with the colors and the memory and special versions for carriers. But on the other hand, fundamentally, Apple basically has three iPhone lines with little variations. And I don't know how they can make it simpler. Well, for a long time, they've sold the current generation and the previous generation. And the only way they could make it simpler is to stop selling the previous generation. But the advantage of the previous generation phone is that they can sell it a little bit cheaper. I'm just thinking in terms of logistics that it makes a lot of sense for Apple to do this because they've got assembly lines that are tooled for the previous generation. So why tear those down and rebuild them? It would cost them a lot more if they rebuild an assembly line um, to make more of the new phones so they can keep doing the older ones with the components that they've been sourcing for a while with the assembly lines they have. It's probably a lot more cost-effective for them than even the difference in price at which they sell the phone. So they're probably making an additional profit simply because of the fact that they've been running these assembly lines for a while. Well, also, they've reached a point here where parts can be bought cheaper. The price of these parts comes down. They can do things more efficiently, and that explains a lot. Yeah, because one year is a very short life cycle for an electronic product. So as you say, maybe they've optimized their purchasing and they've optimized their you know, part management and all that, which means that selling it for a second year means they're making an extra 5%, 10%, whatever it is. Well, I think also that Apple has already been down the road of making prices a little cheaper to get a bigger jump on sales. Look at the MacBook Air at $899. So in light of that, Apple can be more aggressive than they used to be about pricing. And, and I think they need to because Apple um, iPhone sales are plateauing. It's very possible that they'll actually go down in the next quarter that they report. So I think they need to start being aggressive. Well, one thing that was interesting is when they, sh- I think, it, I don't remember if it was Tim Cook or Phil Schiller who was talking about the sales of the four inch phone. Was it 30% bought? the four-inch phone, but then they said in China it was more like two-thirds of people bought them because, you know, the the Chinese have less purchasing power, so it's obvious that they're going to be more interested in a less expensive phone, and if Apple's going to be selling these phones in a lot of countries, then they're going to have to lower the prices. One thing to remember, if Apple were to suddenly cut the price of the iPhone in half in China, for instance... There would be a huge gray market of people buying them in China and shipping them everywhere via eBay. And Apple doesn't want to do that because it would hit their margins. 
Well, whatever it is, I guess at this point, the best thing they can do is to kind of keep the prices down because how many more features can you add to these smartphones? As we look at the iPhone SE, all right, maybe there's a slightly slower Touch ID. It doesn't make that much of a difference, let me tell you. Some people think the new one is too fast. The 3D Touch, okay. How many people yeah, are using that? It seems to be like a really, really useless feature. It's not something that I've ever found useful, and, and I almost forget that it exists. Um, I, I quoted, um, I think it was Ben Lovejoy writing on 9to5Mac today in a, an article on my website, um, who was pointing out that since 3D Touch is so... Since so few apps support 3D Touch, since you can't tell if an app's going to use 3D Touch, it's, it's going to be very hard for it to take off. And, and I felt this from the very beginning. It, it's a nice G-Wiz feature. Um, it looks good in a product demo, but when it comes to reality, it just doesn't... It's just not something I think of doing. The whole thing of pressing a link to look at it before I view a page, it doesn't really save me much time. Um, I really don't know of many apps that use it on the home page. So, no, it's just not It's not a, a feature that, that I care about. So when I said on Twitter that I was ordering an SE, someone asked me, are you going to miss 3D Touch? I said, absolutely not. It's the last thing I'll miss. Other than, of course, the cost of a new one, it's one of the reasons I didn't buy an iPhone 6s and i have an iphone 6 i don't see anything there that makes any sense to me in fact you know maybe when the iphone 7 comes out my monthly payment will not increase so i would consider it and i don't know about the new features apple has to be running out of stuff it's like when we talk about even the operating systems you know when the operating systems were new they added so many great features or not so great features, but there was a lot to add there. Now that we've reached the point where these operating systems have been out for a while and every feature that anybody can imagine has been added, what's left? Yeah, I, I keep wondering about this. There's, if, you, if we go back a couple of years, they added all of these handoff and continuity features, and, and these were iOS features. They really weren't feature-specific to the hardware, they did require certain hardware, but they weren't hardware features. Um, 3D touches is, as we say, questionable. They can maybe have an OLED display, but I'm not really sure what advantage that has. They could maybe make a phone, instead of worrying about its thickness, worrying about its battery life and, and make a phone that's going to last a little bit longer. Well, I guess there are other things they can do, but... But they're all relatively minor. I mean, the, the, the camera is very good. And, and one thing about the SE is that the camera doesn't stick out from the back of the device because the SE is a little bit thicker than the 6. The, the camera is quite good, and they're going to keep making the camera better every time. And for people who care about that, it's wonderful. Um, I think it's great to have a 12-megapixel camera in your pocket. And I use it for snapshots, but I have a real camera when I really want to take photos. And I understand that, you know, most people don't care about that. They just want their smartphone to be their camera, and it, it's practical. There's not a lot that can be added. I'd, I'd like to see the capacity increase. It's really a shame they're still selling devices with only 16 gigabytes as the, the base price. So you, you said earlier it starts at 399 but very few people really want a 16-gigabyte phone. Um I'd like to see more. You know, we saw that the couple of the iPad now has, um, well, we saw that the iPad 
Pro can go up to, what is it, 256 gigabytes? I'm not sure I'd need that much on my phone. Um, 128 is good. I, I can tr slim down my music collection and fit a lot with 128. But I think the 16 should go. I think the base model should be 32. Well, I think that's going to be next. Maybe that's what we're going to see. But I suspect Apple was so intent on keeping the price of the iPhone SE down that they really cut corners where they could. We're not going to cut corners when we tell you we have Kirk McElhern. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with Principal Office in Houston, Texas. The attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. So you've got to take a state construction license exam or certification. Can't decide on what books or what chapters to study? Discover right now how you can eliminate unnecessary books and wasted study time. At ContractorExam.com, our study materials zero in on state-required test topics in an effective, multiple-choice format. So whether you're a plumber, electrician, general contractor, or other construction-related trade, ContractorExam.com will help get you prepared. Visit us at www.ContractorExam.com today. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich, working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare, having someone else raise your children? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. At Be The Boss Network, you'll find hundreds of work-from-home opportunities that you can literally start today and be earning money as soon as next week. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss. Get out of the rat race. Work from home. Go to freedom106.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number 106.com. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom106.com. Don't know what's in your drinking water? Better get a ProPure. With the Pro One G 2.0 all-in-one filter, remove over 200 contaminants, including fluoride and lead. Taste water the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. See the complete line of ProPure water filtration products. There's a ProPure system for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details on our current free shipping special or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. Something shocking just happened in a Coast Guard unit in San Diego. The old guys in the unit have turned the tables and are now destroying the young bucks in head-to-head -head fitness tests. How is this even possible? 
Turns out the old guys in this unit have been part of a special test group for a doctor-formulated fountain of youth drink called Patriot Power Greens. Patriot Power Greens has been so effective for many of the older soldiers that it's made their achy joints, stiff muscles, and lack of energy a thing of the past. Previously, this drink was only available to elite military units. But for a limited time, the creator of Patriot Power Greens has set aside a small number of free sample packs specifically for our conservative friends. But you must act fast. Due to the high demand from members of the Coast Guard, our supply is extremely limited right now. To claim your free samples of Patriot Power Greens, go to greens75.com. That's greens75.com. Greens75.com. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. We have Kirk McElhern joining us on the Tech Night Owl Live. From the iPhone SE to Facebook ad scams, let's talk about... Apple and the FBI and bullet dodging. So the day before this hearing is going to take place, the FBI says, let's postpone or vacate or something because we found someone who thinks they can do it. Curious, isn't it? Well, uh, no, I've said this before. Um, I have absolutely no knowledge of the law. So there's really not much that I want to say about this. Uh, I think that there's a big problem that a lot of tech journalists have been opining about what is really a legal issue that people that they don't understand um i'm firmly behind apple's desire to ensure our privacy but beyond that i'm not going to speculate on the law um i'm you know i'm honest i don't know anything about this stuff and i think that all these tech journalists who pretend they do it's really a mistake well here's the thing There's so much ignorance about this entire issue, partly because of government posturing. They made it a big public issue. Now, normally when you subpoena someone for records or something like that in a criminal case, which is what this is, you don't make a big public deal of it. Well, if I understand correctly, it's the government who leaked this and Apple didn't even know it was being leaked until they found out in the press. And I would say that whenever you've got this sort of controlled leak, there's an ulterior motive. So that probably wasn't the right thing to do. Other than that, I don't know. Well, without going into great detail, I think the biggest concern here was precedence. That as soon as they do it with one case, everybody else who has some reason to feel they need the data off an iPhone will go after Apple. It will be a never-ending story. And I see no way around that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you said it. I'm not a lawyer. So the, the one thing to notice is that apparently there are rumors that Apple's going to be 
hardening iCloud. Hardening is actually a technical term in computer security um, of where you lock down everything so there can't be any access. Um, currently, Apple can get into your iCloud data. They have a key that lets them decrypt your data. It's stored encrypted on the servers, but Apple has a key. And Apple does respond to um, warrants to provide information from people's iCloud accounts. But apparently they're going to change that. Now, the problem with this is that if someone loses their password, um, they're basically screwed because they'll never be able to get Apple to unlock an account. And since we know that people tend to not store passwords very safely or don't remember them at all, um, I can see this being a problem. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have to be a system where there are a number of security questions you answered for, for them to reset it, um, for them to allow you to reset a password. But I'm not even sure if that's possible. If it's encrypted with your password, it should require you to type in, you know, sometimes you change a password on a website. It says type your current password and then type a new password. If it's really encrypted with the old password, then they wouldn't be able to unlock it in any way. And this can present a problem. Um, people will lose data, and in particular, you know, imagine someone whose spouse dies, and the spouse, the, the surviving spouse, wants access to the person's iCloud data. Um, the person wasn't prescient enough to give that person their password, and then finds that this data is unavailable. That, that's a problem. I, I think we need a balance between um, providing a service to users and protecting our privacy. Indeed. I don't know what kind of compromise they're going to make, but in this case, what one person speculated, or not one person, what some people speculated as the solution that Apple is exploring is flash memory or NAND mirroring, where they create like a virtual copy of the memory chip, and they go after it on a computer, and it's set up to try the passcode nine times, then reload yeah. the disk image and try, and try another, another nine, nine times. times. There are 10,000 possible combinations, so I don't know how long it's... Because uh, apparently it's only a four-digit passcode. But, of course, you can set a longer passcode in iOS since iOS 8, I think. Um, you they asked by default for a six-digit passcode. And even before that, you were able to put any passcode you want, even with letters. Um, you do this in one of the settings. The, I think it's the... Well, it's now called Touch ID and Passcode setting. Previously, it was probably just Passcode. Well, if they could have done it that way, which is obviously something that security researchers know about, why did the FBI take so long? to consider that or did they realize they were probably in danger of losing because it was a comment from the judge saying this would probably be unenforceable yeah i don't see how you tie engineers to a computer and force them to write code and you know on the one hand apple can issue instructions to their engineers write this code and the engineers can just refuse it's, it's not like you're forcing someone to do hard labor or, you know, walk a mile or something like that. You're forcing them to be creative. And I find it hard to see how you can force someone to be creative. You can threaten them with contempt of, of court, of course, and you can put them in jail. And, and my question at the very beginning was, you know, would Tim Cook be willing to go to jail over this or other Apple people? Um, a lot of people are saying... A lot of people are suggesting that the case, while it's over 
currently, temporarily, for now, it'll come back in the future. So I think we're going to hear more about this. Well, they have two weeks, supposedly, to report back to the judge. And if the FBI says, I guess we're okay, we're okay, they don't have to reveal the method. They don't have to tell anybody what was done. And it may not be NAND mirroring. There may be other things. There are security companies. There's one in Israel, which is being cited as the one that the FBI is contracting with. There are companies that promise to be able to unlock iPhones. Of course, they don't reveal their methods. But I would have thought here is that before going after Apple and creating a public brouhaha, which was a bad public relations nightmare, they could have actually tried these methods behind the scenes, even if the NSA wouldn't get involved. Yeah, you would. Well, it's been a few months and and we don't know what's happened in the background. Again, this is more speculation from tech journalists about what the FBI was doing. Um, Is the NSA involved or not? It's, you know, we don't know anything about this. We're we're just we're we're hearing leaks and and, um, press releases and things like that. So, again, uh, I don't want to speculate on any of that stuff it's just not it's not my area talk to me about itunes talk to me about an iphone i don't know you want to talk about shakespeare i saw a great version of hamlet the other day um for those who don't know i live a few miles from stratford upon avon which is where william shakespeare was born where in 28 days they will be celebrating the 450th anniversary of his death and they're performing hamlet at the royal shakespeare company and it was brilliant so I know about that. I know less about, you know, FBI and lawyers and stuff. Now, I wonder what would happen in, say, the U.K. Are you aware of how the laws would work there in terms of getting information from an electronic device? Yeah, I, I think in the U.K. they were actually passing a law that would require companies to unlock devices um, if a warrant was issued. I seem to recall something in France about that as well. Um Again, it's hard to know how this is enforced. Apple being an American company, there's certainly a different level of enforcement in the U.S., you know, because the people who are working on it work there most likely. Apple does have offices in the U.K., in France, in a number of countries. And and they even do some development in other countries, but I'm pretty sure the the core OS development is done in the U.S., so what do you do? Do you threaten the company and say, well, if you don't do this, we'll not allow you to sell your products? I can't I can't really see that happening. We have Kirk McElhern, who is happening for one more segment. Boy, that was a segue, wasn't it? On the on the Tech Night Ally. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many 
formats I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. My dad was 59 when he collapsed from a heart attack late last year. Just this past August was when we spread his ashes on the St. Croix River. I loved my dad, but boy was he stubborn. He hadn't been to the doctor in over 25 years. His excuse? He simply couldn't afford it. He wasn't a rich man by any means. At less than $107 per month, libertyoncall.org would have been the perfect alternative for my father. Don't wait. Go to libertyoncall.org right now for not just your sake, but for the sake of your loved ones. Again, that's libertyoncall.org. Before using heart and body extract, my energy level was very, very low. I could only walk a few feet and then would have to sit down. I was tired and lethargic. But after taking heart and body extract, my energy level has improved greatly, and I can now walk longer distances without getting tired so fast. Thank you, heart and body extract. Learn the secrets of an effective, natural, 100% organic nutritional supplement for a healthy heart and circulation at hbextract.com. Sciatica, lower back pain, hip pain, poor posture. If you suffer from any of these problems, get ready to relax. Introducing an amazing product that's been in the market for over 25 years, the Sacro Wedgie. It was invented by a football coach using a common sense osteopath technique. He created this device to help his athletes by isolating and supporting the sacrum, which is the keystone of our anatomy. This wedge-shaped bone is in the center of our hips, where a lot of pain starts. Simply relax 20 minutes daily on the amazingly simple Sacro Wedgie and let Gravity do the work, helping muscles rebalance and start releasing nerves. Sit in the sacral wedgie at the computer or while traveling to help correct posture to finally help relieve those stubborn aches and pains for only $33.95. It's made in the USA, so click the family-owned website at sacrowedgie.com, spelled S-A-C-R-O-W-E-D-G-Y.com, or call 1-800-737-9295. That's 1-800-737-9295. Relax your back pain away with the sacral wedgie. Don't know what's in your drinking water? Better get a ProPure. With the Pro One G 2.0 all-in-one filter, remove over 200 contaminants, including fluoride and lead. Taste water the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. See the complete line of ProPure water filtration products. There's a ProPure system for you. Visit your authorized ProPure dealer for details on our current free shipping special or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. We have Kirk McElhern. 
on the Tech Night Out Live. He has Kirkville, his famous blog, and we learned, of course, that he's not that interested in these legalities, except, of course, as someone who likes Apple's products, seeing them go through this. It's that I am not afraid to admit that I don't have the knowledge of this situation, unlike many tech journalists who are opining about this. Kirk, I think many of those tech journalists don't know much more about it either. I don't. I just look at both sides and see what sounds logical, accepting the fact that, of course, when it comes to things that are legal, who knows? Let's just get away from this. I think we've covered this enough. And right now, nothing's going to happen for a couple of weeks. We can speculate. Nothing's going to happen till the next time. Phil Schiller. What is his sad comment about five-year-old computers? Now, understand, I have a 2010 17-inch MacBook Pro, which is now called Vintage, I think. It's just about six years old. So am I just out to lunch having such an old computer? It works perfectly. Yeah, it, it was a pretty dumb statement. It goes up there with the ranks of Jimmy Iovine's presentation of Apple Music. The, the, the funny thing is that he was talking about Windows PC users, and he was saying, wow, they have computers that are six, 600 million people have computers that are more than five years old. This is sad. And there are several things to, to sort of unpack that statement. The first thing is that I'd say the majority of those 600 million computers are beige boxes in offices and call centers where it doesn't matter that they're more than five years old. After that, well, there are a lot of people who can't afford to buy a new computer. And finally, if you look at Macs, they do generally last more than five years. So saying that a computer that's more than five years old is sad uh, is kind of denigrating the longevity that we expect from Macs. Well, I think with an iPad, you know, it's not something that you carry around like an iPhone where it's stuck in your pocket and subject to more abuse. An iPad you can keep for five, ten years. What's going to break on it? The only thing you might have to do is replace the battery. Well, five years, yes, ten years, I'm not so sure about. If you stop updating the operating system, yeah, and as you say, you probably need to replace the battery eventually. And I think we're going to see that with iPads because it's not a device that people use in the same way as a computer where they're, and I'm doing air quotes here, working on a computer. An iPad is more of a, for most people, not everyone, but for most people, it's a consumption device. It doesn't need to be very fast. My partner is using my iPad 3, which is four years old, and it works fine. It's a little bit laggy when you load a couple of pages in safari but it's fine and i think we're going to see yeah ipads at more than five years won't be surprising 10 years you have the battery issue is it worth paying to replace a battery on an ipad i have no idea how much it would cost but i think i I think replacing a battery on an ipad is going to be more expensive than or, or it won't be worthwhile compared to the price of a new ipad so is this also part of the problem that apple has as products are built better and they last longer people don't want to upgrade i kind of think now the way that the current wireless plans are situated that it's going to be harder to sell people on upgrades because consider this at&t for example which i guess the second largest wireless carrier in the u.s they gave up on the two-year plans so right now you want to get a new smartphone there's no such thing as free with a two-year contract it is a monthly fee and when you finish paying off the phone, because you're buying it on time, the fee goes down. There's always going to be a basic charge. So if you've paid off all your smartphones, suddenly you're paying bottom dollar. And as soon as you want to make a purchase, 
your monthly fee goes up again now that you see what you're paying, which you didn't before. Doesn't that make it more likely that people will look at what they have? You know, it works fine. I don't need to worry about this now. Well, on top of that, you have these new um, upgrade programs. So Apple's, I think they call it the iPhone upgrade program. And you can change your iPhone every 12 months. So I think we're going to see people just sort of locked into this monthly fee for the phone. Maybe the fee is combined with your cell phone contract, your phone access contract. Maybe it's separate. But I think we're going to see this a lot more. And, And Apple's really betting on this. They recently applied, I guess you have to make a special application for this. They applied for the right to sell used iPhones in India. So my guess is what they're going to do is at the end of the 12-month period, when they pull back all these iPhones that are on this upgrade program, they're going to refurbish them and send them to India where they're going to sell them, you know, maybe half the price of new. Um, It makes a lot of sense when you consider that for, for them, they're keeping people buying new phones, which is something they really need to do. And they're putting less expensive phones into a market where people can't afford the new phones. So then we have to look at what would the life cycle be if a smartphone at this new age would be three years instead of two years, which is what it is now? You mean one year for the initial purchaser and then two years for the the person who buys it? No, I mean the average. Someone buys a brand new smartphone. You keep it three years before you upgrade. Instead, I think it, it averages a little over two years now. Yeah, it's general. Well, most people it's two, but that's in part because of the two-year contract. Um, I've seen a lot of people who have kept phones longer than that. I think the real difference is, do you buy your phone outright unlocked as I do, um, which gives you the flexibility to change when you want uh, to resell it that's not locked to a carrier? Or are you buying... Um, a phone from a carrier with some sort of a plan where even if it's not a phone plus contract plan, it's still a phone plan, right? Okay. Long and short of it is, we can debate this. You're getting an iPhone SE. You've ordered it. It's going to arrive the 31st or on April Fool's Day, whatever. And you won't be the fool. I think you'll get a great smartphone there. If you weren't a tech journalist, how long would you keep it? Um, well, I actually thought about not upgrading from the 5S to the 6S. So, so I got the 5S two years before the 6S came out. And I would have considered keeping it for a third year. Um, I, it's kind of tough after three years. You know, the operating system, depending on how fast the phone is, the operating system makes it a little bit sluggish. But again, my partner's using the 5S, and it's really not an issue. Um I, I could see three, even possibly four years. Three years is, is, seems a fairly long time. Uh, but then again, I, I, don't, I, I don't break my phones. I don't drop them off, and I keep them in cases to protect them anyway. Um, I've never broken a phone. Uh, they don't get knocked around. I mean, the, the phone I'm selling now looks like new. So, you know, maybe I'd keep something four years. There, there comes a time when you want to upgrade, and... Uh, actually, you said it earlier with the iPad. At what point is the battery, does the battery not last long enough for you to use the phone for a full day? Uh, at that point, you have to decide between replacing the battery or getting a new phone. Right, but you can replace the battery for less than $100. A new phone is still going to be three ninety nine minimum unless you go for one of those monthly plans. So if you figure a year or two for the battery replacement, it's the cost of doing business. And then theoretically, you have a phone that's in good operating water and you can start again. Kirk McElhern, please tell our listeners where they can find more of the stuff that you do. Like the thing you do, that thing you do. 
the thing I do. You can find the things I do on my website. It's called Kirkville. The URL is www.mackelhern.com. That's M-C-E-L-H-E-A-R-N.com. And you can find me at Macworld, where I am a regular writer of stuff about iTunes and much more. That Thing You Do was a movie directed and produced by Tom Hanks about a band, a one-hit wonder rock and roll band from, I guess, the late 50s, early 60s. That's what that was. It was a really, really good movie. You should really watch it. Okay. okay. I know you don't like superhero films. This is just a kind of a, a really nice film, which is kind of semi-based on reality. We're based on reality, too. You can find us on Twitter as Tech Night Owl. Check our web portal, technightowl.com. Check our second radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night. Isn't that exciting? At Paracast.com, that's Paracast.com. And we bring on a wonderful woman who is a seasoned investigator of UFOs for the Mutual UFO Network. We also have Tech Night Owl Plus. Go to plus.technightowl.com, P-L-U-S.technightowl.com. There you can get the ad-free version of this radio show. Higher quality audio for a modest subscription fee. Plus.technightowl.com. Kirk McElhern, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Owl Live. Thanks for having me, Gene. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.